Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. I got a very special guest with me at this time. Hailing from New York, he is the frontman of Wild Street, and they recently released a brand new album entitled Wild Street 3. Please welcome Eric Jake. All right. Thank you. It's good to see you. It's uh, Thank you for having me on, on the show again. And, and um, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, it's um, it's it's awesome. So thank you. Yeah, of course, dude. I'm I'm glad we're able to do this again. And also, at the date of, the, of this recording, it's actually your birthday. So happy birthday to you, my man! <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, releasing your your album that you've worked on for you know ten years, and, and releasing a music video, and having your birthday on the same day. It's a little crazy, <laughs> but uh, I like crazy, so it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I, I can only imagine releasing all that stuff and also having a birthday. It's got to be very fulfilling in some way, but also very stressful too. Yeah, it's it, it's just crazy. It's like um, one 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 thing goes off and it's like happy birthday, and the next thing that goes off is like check out this music video by Wild Street. Like, oh. or like. Or even the, the 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 ones that are the funniest are like "Happy Birthday, Eric!" Here's a Wild Street video, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I think it's awesome. Thank you for supporting my, my music. I just I I don't know which which account to reply from. Uh, from Eric Dick, you know, <laughs> but it's it's definitely appreciated. <laughs> Did you have you done for both from Wild Street or you? <laughs> yeah, I I just. Like most people, most people know that I met, <clears throat> that I take care of most of the the socials, the social pages. So I think it, I, I think everybody just expects me to respond anyway. <laughs> you are very prompt. I have noticed that the social media. You are very prompt with everything. You uh, you uh, you keep everything on track, especially like with releases and stuff. So definitely, uh, I, I know uh, you 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 can and you will respond to everybody. Yeah, I plan to. I like that. Um, I I always I always try to respond to everybody. I will try to get to everybody who wrote today. Maybe not all today though. <laughs> yeah, you need a little time for yourself. Need a nice uh, time to relax, especially on your birthday. Yeah. But the big reason I want to chat with you, as I mentioned in the intro, so while she just dropped a killer new album, Wild Street Three, how does it feel to actually finally release Wild Street Three? Well, okay, so it's. It's like this, like, uh, you know, two years ago, we, we had this finished product and we knew who Wild Street was. We had, we knew exactly what, what the band, uh, was, was <clears throat> the potential of the band and, and, um, and where, where we were going musically and, and et cetera, et cetera. We, we knew all this stuff for two years and we've been slowly re- releasing singles, um, you know, building momentum, you know, um, and, and waiting for the right label to, to step in and pull in robot records has been awesome. Um, so now that that the album is out, it's like now we're showing our face. You know, we, we people understand what what Wild Street is and, and and I think of those who have seen us live like understand like what in that setting also what Wild Street is. Um, and like everything everything to do with the album is it, 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 I feel like um 
it's it's really important. Like the artwork, for example, um, we have two great artists. We have uh, this um, our friend Adam uh, Adam Carini and Andrew Trembley, who who've been you know kicking ass on excuse me kicking ass on the oh you don't go for it the chalk. So uh, they've been they've been killing it on the artwork and and um, you know uh, it, it, the artwork is just as important as the music in my opinion and and everything everything goes into it. It's like you know I'm not I'm not David Bowie. I can't I can't draw it myself and, and come up with the you know the ideas. I I have two guys who are very capable of, of coming up with um, you know um, whatever ideas we. We either talk through, or in the case of, in most cases, I give them somewhat an idea of, of what what I may think could work. But I usually just send them some songs, and then and they, they do their thing, and I'm cool with it because I trust them. You know? um, but like our our photos too, like our you know, we we try to get good, good have a good visual, you know. Um, you know, have our best, best visuals out there. So, um, and with the video that we just released for Mother, which, um, which also came out today. <laughs> yeah, you're very busy today with everything. Um, yeah, we, we got, um, a really great director. His name is, uh, Vicente Cordero. And he, well, lucky, lucky for me, I use uh, my United card for everything. Like, I, I don't use a debit card. I don't pay in cash. I collect air miles, right? So, and because it, it's helped before in getting plane tickets for tour, then you don't have to worry about one ticket, you know. But I had some extra, extra air miles that that um, and I flew him from LA here, and um, and uh, I had talked to um the the, the star the. Um, Katie Alexis about um about being in Still Love You originally um but at that time it was it was still very heavy in the pan- pan- pandemic times so um and and she couldn't do it but she was the first person that I asked for for mother and it, it turned out perfect honestly I, I picked the right team and the band killed it like the band's been killing it at shows so you know the performance shots are. are Really, really, really good. Um, and so, yeah, so today we released that video and I, I think it's, um, it's definitely my favorite video because it's, it's exciting. You know what I mean? It's really exciting. Like, and it's just like, okay, uh, the last thing I'm going to say about this and we can move on, but it, it's a, it's a seven and a half minute song, right? And, <clears throat> and first of all, it's a really long song. Uh, but the song doesn't feel like, I don't feel like the song feels like it's seven minutes. It, it's, it, it builds and develops in the right way so that you keep wanting more. But we had seven hours to shoot a, a music video for a seven and a half minute song. That's not very much time. You know, we, we had, um, and lucky, lucky for us, um, we had a really great director. So. Um, and we all brought it. Like we were all exhausted and, 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 and beat up after tour. And the day after they're like, oh, they're like, oh my God, Eric, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you making us shoot a video the day after tour? I was like, it's the only time and you really want to do this. And, um, and cause, you know, from the beginning, it was always like the plan to, to shoot a music video for mother. You know, it was like, it's the obvious thing to do. The song yeah. is, is, um, it's, it, you know, 
supposed to be a video. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, like, so, uh, the only, the only way we could fit in our schedule was to do it the day after, um, the day after tour and make everybody's, everybody well wanted involved be involved, you know, so. Yeah, I, I was actually watching it before I did this interview with you, and I just love the whole the aesthetic of it, the whole style and vibe. I really like where you shot too, because I think it's just a great representation, and um, it's just really cool. Just with everybody, I uh, definitely if anyone hasn't checked out Wild Street uh, Mother, uh, definitely check it out because I do think it's a little bit like it's a bold move to do a seven minute song, um, but I think you guys just did it. Like just perfectly, it just sounds it sounds really good. And it holds your attention for the whole time. Yeah, I, I think it does. I I think um, you know, it's it's my favorite song on the album. So I, I guess I'm and I'm a, I'm a little biased because I like every song, but I do like that one the best. That's to be honest because it's just different. You know, different is good. It's very different. I think definitely you guys are expanding like on your on the sound and stuff. And I definitely I, when you sent me the press release for it, uh, like, like it definitely has a grunge feel to it, like the Alice in Chains Soundgarden type type sound to it, and it just tells a really good story too. Thank you. Yeah, I think you know um, uh, the story for the song and how it was written is um, it's kind of interesting. Like Jimmy had written this instrumental that it, that um and he had never like written a vocal for it and he you know he was in this period and he was writing like metal metal music and hardcore ideas and so he sent this to me and uh, i turned it on immediately like i was i was listening to a lot of uh, as you said soundgarden and alice in chains and uh uh Vince Sevenfold and audio slave like kind of constantly that's kind of what i was listening to it at that point in time. This was like 2016, no, 2000, 2018, actually, or 2007. It was the last song we wrote for the, for the album. Um, and so he sent me this idea that, that he had for like 2014. And um, I just, I I heard the vocal line and I, I you know, and I, I came up with the story and, and it was really fast that, that um, it, it was like different and inspiring. And so, um, so while I was away, because you know, I was on tour playing guitar in another band for, for a minute last, uh, not last year, 2018 or 2017, one of those times, but sometime after we had written the song. And, um, <clears throat> and, uh, I came back and he, you know, he took the vocal that I did over his demo and he, he arranged it in sort of the, the, the way that it, it's laid out on the album. Right. And so, um, so he had put this together and, and flown stuff around and, and replayed some stuff and he sent it to, to, to Locke and Dom. And, um, we, we had, we did have a rehearsal space at that time. Um, you know, and so we went to our rehearsal space. We had one rehearsal and then Dom and Locke had to track all the drums, um, for the album in, you know, seven hours or something. And he killed it. So, um, but that's the story and how it was written. It's, it's, um, it, it was, um, that and set it off with the two last songs that were written for Wild Street 3. And you can see, uh, you can sort of hear, um, it, like, there's no, it's no surprise that they were released closer to the album than some of the others because they're, um, they're more, they're more currently 
you know, um, you know, they were just more current songs, I guess. Yeah, I think it's, um, it definitely, I think both those songs, I think, are very good representation. I think you guys, it's a little bit of a shift in music for you guys. Like, obviously, like, you guys, the really hard hitting, loud guitar, and all that. But I think Set It Off and Mother are just a little bit, slightly different style for you guys, but still, it's still rocking music. It's still awesome music. But I think there's just a little bit of shift in there. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so much development. Like, you know, Jimmy and I have been writing songs together for, since 2005 or something. So that's a really long time. Is you know, he listens to different things now than he did back then. I listen to way different things too, you know, and, and the, um, you know, I, I, I can't say that hair metal is one, one of the things that I listen to <laughs> very often. <laughs> and we didn't even listen to that back then. <laughs> but, um, yeah. With the album today, um, we released a song called Midnight Children. And, um, that song, let me tell you, um, <laughs> that song was like our, my, my, like old Wild Street band members hated it. Like they hated it. Um, they thought it was so weird and it was so like, like, you know, not, not cool and stuff. Uh, you know, because I, I, I don't know why, but it, yes, it's, it's influenced heavily. We were listening to Judas Priest and Dio a lot at that time and hanging out and, and writing a lot, a lot of songs and a lot of the songs became, um, you know, part of Wild Street 3. Um, but, um, that song is different too because it's, it's, like faster than anything we've ever done. It's a little bit he more heavy metal, like tradition, like new wave of traditional heavy metal, sort of, um, you know, as I said, Judas Priest sort of inspired. And, um, like it, it sounds like Wild Street. Like you, you listen, you, you listen to like 30 seconds and you'll be like, oh yeah, it's Wild Street. You know what I mean? But it, it does have, um, yet, a, yet another influence that, that we didn't really show yet on. On, on the other song on the album, so I I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool and um and yeah like I'm happy to say that, that Spotify added it to the Hard Rock playlist and Apple Music added it to uh, Breaking Hard Rock their their playlist, which is really really cool. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, it really it really is, especially just to you know all the support that I know a lot of people have for you guys in Wild Street. And it definitely, like, I think Wild, Wild Street 3, I think it's just, uh, more progression for your music, but also I think it's like, to me, I think it's your best sounding album so far. That's just, just my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, like, there's no, there's really no comparison. Like, um, we, we wanted to make a real rock record, and we did. Like, um, you know, need console on, on drums, and really great drum room, and, you know, all, you know, really, um, like the sound were like the, the real guitar amps and real, like, and if the sound wasn't right, we remembered it to make it right, you know, and, and, um, our producer is, he's a guitar player, right? And so he, he also like experimented with using guitar pedals and in, in, in kind of unique ways, like, um, like, for example, like, you would never think it, you, you, you didn't really hear it like this, but, um, on Set It Off, on the, you know, push it to the end, set it off. Yeah. He was like, 
there's like a layer of me singing into uh, <clears throat> this uh, electroharmonics um, hog pedal. Like it's it's this old like kind of pitch shifter thing that um, it sounds amazing on guitars. But um, but I use it on, on my voice and it like it made it like modulate in like like kind of a cool way. And and so we we you know he as I was recording. <laughs> Stepped on the stomp box. It's like, you know, people, um, it, it's like old school, you know, you just, you, you know, you can use the tools that you have and you use them to, to make something that, that, that you want to sound cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it was, he, he used a, guitar pedals on drums to get crazy drum sounds. It's like, you know, it's, it's really cool. Yes, it is. And I, I really like because I mean, obviously, it's, it's as you said, it's a real rock record, but also it's like it has that um, you know production side because it sounds really good, but also it has like a little bit of grittiness to it because it's still like it's still like hard rock. You can really feel the uh, the music and the emotion in each song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the first record we did, Wild Street One, was was um, like a study in production. Like it was way overproduced, and it, that was what we were going for. Wild Street Two. Was the was the opposite. It was underproduced it, intentionally. We wanted to capture the, the sound of a live band, which it, it 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 maybe at that point in time it did. But Wall Street's a different band with different people and much more aggressive now. So it doesn't really it, um it doesn't it wouldn't sound like the band is right now. But it, it um I think it's a great record and I like uh, you know it was fun to make too. Well, Wild Street Three was is definitely a mix of those of those ideas. It's it's got <clears throat> the intensity and 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 um and kind of um uh, I don't know I, I wouldn't say aggressiveness but edginess maybe is yeah. that of, of the live band and you know um and it's got it's got some crazy production and um and. I think it's really good. I think you guys should check it out. <laughs> Definitely do that. Yes. Stream, buy it. It's on uh, CD and vinyl. So if you like both or if you like one or the other, definitely check it out. It's available. If you want a signed copy, it's on Wild Street's website. I will leave that uh, in the description. Or you can get it from Golden Robot as well. They have yeah. vinyl and CD. Yeah. Um, if you don't care about signatures or about free stuff, just go buy something from Robot. You know, save yourself some money. You know what I mean? Um, if you care about uh, signing it and you want like, some some of the extra stuff, or you, you like T-shirts or, or something, then then you know go check out our store. Either way, just listen to it. And and you know if you don't need a physical copy, I'm cool with you going on Spotify and saving it to your library and and, and streaming the hell out of it. You know, just just listen to the music because it's you know um, because again, I think it's good. <laughs> And I do as well, and I'm the host, so you can definitely, you can trust me, you can trust Eric that this album, it's really good, and definitely check it out, stream it, however you want to get your music, get it in some way, but also you can get this really cool shirt I'm wearing on Wild Street Store, <laughs> you can get, uh, I really like the mother shirt, but I wore it for my interview with Leon of Offensive, so I was like, I don't want to wear it, you know, I, I try to vary my shirts, and I haven't worn this one yet, so that's why I'm wearing this one. Cool. When was the interview? Uh, that was in uh, beginning of June. Oh, okay. Cool. A couple weeks ago, yeah. So, um, I like 
Leon's awesome. Yeah, he honestly, he was really cool. Unfortunately, he was playing in Fort Wayne, and I had another commitment, so I couldn't make it. But I definitely, he's someone I really want to meet in person because he's, he's very, he's intelligent, and like he just knows so much about. So like we took like very different avenues of the interview, and like it was really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, we're playing with those guys again on July 9th, actually at Harrisburg um, Midtown Art Center. It's going to be a great show. Um, and nice. So, um, I, yeah, we, we play with, um, Offensive in Frederick, in Frederick, Maryland, uh, at the end of the tour that, uh, the shirt that you're wearing in the April tour. The, the, they, they are really awesome. Like, yeah, that is like, like old school thrash metal with like a new spin on it. They are, they're ridiculously good too. Yeah, they're fun. I, I love them. Great. But speaking of tours and shows, so very recently, actually earlier this week, you, uh, you, Wall Street, Blind Side, you guys announced a new, uh, tour for July. And it's gonna be awesome. I know you're coming back to Indianapolis. Can't wait to see you in person again. Uh, but you're also playing with my friends, the rumors. You finally get that tour to happen. Yeah. 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 This, this tour has been planned for, uh, about a year. Um, well. Actually, a year and a half because a year ago it was supposed to happen. So, <laughs> so um, this was um, the main the main tour that was booked for for last year, um, and we're playing we're, we're you know we're playing with the rumors and and it's a it's about a month long and it it'll take us from from New York City out to Rockfest down to Texas you know back. Um, Back from Mississippi, and and you know, and and it it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to play with the Rumors. It was really cool to meet them when we went to uh, to the, the live stream in at the bunker uh, um, uh, in Iowa. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and like because like uh, until that point, I had never met Carly in person, and we had talked over email, like. And on Instagram and all these, and and then finally we meet in person. And it's like it's um, it was just really cool. But um, yeah. So like everyone should come down to one of the shows. We got shows in uh, in Pennsylvania, shows in uh, Chicago and Nebraska, I believe, and uh, Kansas and uh, Oklahoma, and a lot of shows in Texas and. <clears throat> uh, it's it's just going to be a great show for rock fans, um, you know, because because um, you get two really good bands. <laughs> yes, it is. Unfortunately, I have another commitment on uh, on uh, the Chicago show, July fifteenth. I feel like I say that a lot. Unfortunately, I, I know I'm I'm busy with obviously interviews and podcasting and all that stuff. But definitely, if you're in the Indiana, Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, anywhere in the vicinity of Chicago, Illinois, see them live July 15th. Also, as he said, you know, Texas, a lot of shows in Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska, all that, and Mississippi. So if you want to see a rocking show, see them. Also, I, I finally got to, I've only met Carly once, and that was at the, uh, the Ruin in uh, April in Fort Wayne. She's so cool. Like, I, again, like, I've done two interviews with her since last year into this year, and I finally got to meet her in person. She's just awesome. Like, she's just so cool to hang out with. Yeah, she, she's fun. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I can't, there's, there's a million reasons 
why I can't wait for this tour. Like, playing with rumors is going to be awesome. You know, going to see, like, I, I um, Wild Street toured a lot in Texas, you know, in, in the old days, back in 2011, 2012, 2010. Um, and we spent a lot of time there, and I haven't seen some of my friends down in Texas. Maybe once I saw them at Rocklahoma 2017, but it's, there's, there's, like, we spent a lot of time in Oklahoma and going, going to play and seeing, like, old friends and, and, and seeing how our fan base has grown and there are new fans in, in these areas. It's just really, it's really cool. And, um, um, before I forget, like, um, our, my, my best friend and our, uh, you know, um, co-founder and, and songwriter, he, he had, had a commitment in, in New York in July. So he, so he couldn't make the tour. So uh, what did I do? The first person I asked was, was Brandon Fields, um, from Minefield. Um, because he's a great guitar player and we're friends. And so he's going to be playing in July for all the tour dates. He's going to be playing. He's playing the part of Jimmy. <laughs> you must be reading my notes. That was actually the next thing I want to talk about. Uh, was, yeah, Brandon Fields. My, I, I've heard, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I've been another person I really want to meet, but I haven't yet. And I'm, I'm going to have that opportunity coming up very shortly. Uh, he's just an awesome guitar player. Super nice dude as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing him shred in person. Yeah. Uh, we've never played together. Oh, really? Uh, no, we've actually never met face-to-face. I don't even think we ever talked on the phone. We just, um, but, uh, like, you know, I sang, uh, uh, I sang a song on his, on his album, um, or I, I co-wrote and, and sang, uh, which I came out great, by the way. Um, um, but he, he was a friend of me. He was in a band with a friend of mine from the Detroit area who I played with at some show in 2011, and we still talk, and now we talk more than ever because we also played a show together this year. But um, uh, and his name is Kyle, and and so um, I guess Brandon heard Tennessee Cocaine. He, he, he talked to Kyle. He was in a band with Kyle, and somehow I got. I got asked to sing on the song, and it was before like Brandon had decided that Mindful was an actual band, you know. So he was like just asking people that he wanted to to be on his record, and so I, I was like, "Yeah, it sounds like fun." I, I, and and it ended up, um, as I said, it ended up coming out awesome. So yeah, it definitely did. The, the Mindfield album is just it just. It's just phenomenal. Just all, it just the whole sound of that is just so it's so good. Like I don't really know exactly how to describe it. It's just so good. <laughs> That's like the best way I can say it. Yeah, I love it. Honestly, I listen. I listen to it all the time because it's like it, it rocks me the right way. <laughs> 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 I gotcha. Yeah, and it's just so cool. Like, when he made that announcement, I think a few days ago, it's like Minefield, Wild Street. He's playing in Wild Street. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Uh, he's a pro. You know, he plays in a lot of bands. And it's like, it's a no-brainer, you know, and, and he was he was available. So it, I'm, I'm so happy it worked out, though. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, top, top-notch guitarist, as you said. True professional. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you guys. So you guys are coming to Indianapolis July 4th, 14th. July 14th at the Black Circle, 
which I just saw Roseland Red, the other LA and Fiber there. It's a cool place. It actually it's a it's a brewery slash like Cuban cafe and there's like uh, and then like the other side's like a business area. It's, it's really it's a really unique venue. And unfortunately it rained yesterday and uh so like we couldn't they couldn't perform outside so it was inside. But it was still it was a lot of fun. Like the the Roseland Red and the other LA they really bring it live. They really rock a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Great. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard good things about that, um, about that space. Like, that, um, so, uh, it's cool to, so it, you said it's a brewery and, and a human cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's so funny. So, so I, I, I'm not from Indianapolis. So, like, I go to the venue. I walk in, like, the first set, because like, it's like a boardwalk, and there's a set of doors, and then, like, six feet over is another set of doors. So I just walk in the first set of doors after, you know, I got my wrist tag and, you know, paid my cover and all that. And then I walk in, and it's an arcade bar stage. So I go, okay, I think I'm in the right area. And I walk up, and I go, hi, I'm not from here, you know, obviously. And um, he's like, yeah, food's on that side. So like, oh, okay. So I, I walk out and I go into it, and it's so different. Like the the brewery part, it's all like dark. They got like vintage movies, like on the in an arcade in a pinball machines, like all kind of in one area. And I go to the Cuban cafe next door. And it's like all bright colors. It's all like lit. And it's like, wow, this is different. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, you, you had fun though, right? Oh, I had, I had a really good time. They got some really good uh, empanadas there too. So definitely, if anyone is going to Black Purple, definitely check out, check that out. Uh, everything's reasonably priced. And uh, I was talking to one guy, and he's like, "Yeah, it, it was. They have so much like craft beer there. It's like coffee beer and soda and like, a bunch of different stuff." So definitely, I had a great time there. It sounded really good, and it was just fun to hang out with all those bands. It starts in in New York in Brooklyn on uh, July seventh. We're playing with this band, Tragedy. They're like the heavy metal um, Bee Gees tribute band. We used to play with them back in, in again in 2011, 2012. And like we played um, Brooklyn Bowl and um, I think Asbury Lanes and some other some other shows with them. Um, and um, they're doing a residency at this new venue called the Brooklyn Monarch, which is actually really really close to my apartment. But, um, nice. so, um, um, so yeah, they, they asked me and, um, and, uh, I was like, yeah, I, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. So let's, let's, let's just do it. Let's, let's kick off our tour in Brooklyn. No, that's really awesome. Definitely. I will, uh, actually after this interview, I'll put up the poster for, uh, Wall Street, all their tour dates, see them as many times as you can, even if it's only once, see them as many times as you can. Cause it's, it's, you guys. Like, when I saw you in April at the Irvine Theater, you guys sound super good live. Like, you guys are a tight band, and uh, just the sound, it sounds like your studio stuff. It's like, I already know it. As soon as you play the song, it's like, I already know that's what the song is, because you guys sound so good. Oh, thank you. I, honestly, like, because we, we, we've done more more shows and we've toured again, like, I think the band is killing it right now. Like, we're, we're the best we've we've been and um and uh you know you uh, like honestly you look at the you look at the music video that's exactly if you look at the music video and then you look at our live performance in tampa it's the exact same thing <laughs> so you're going to get you're going to get a really great show 
So, um, let's, um, so yeah, definitely come out and, 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 uh, have fun. <laughs> definitely, definitely hang out with uh, you guys a while. You guys are always super fun. I know the first time, so I went to take a picture with you at the April show, and there was a chunk of concrete mixing uh, missing, and I fell right into you. So that was actually like one of the, the first day I met you. I fell into you because I tripped over something. <laughs> it happens. I trip. I trip every day. It's it's okay. It's true. Yeah. But definitely, I, as I said, I'll leave the tour poster up. See them live. They have, they, you guys sound really good, and it, it's going to be a fun night. I know that. I'm, like, I'm already, like, once you guys announce you're going to be in India, it's like, I will be there. I've got the hotel book. I will be there. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have fun. Oh, for sure. sure. Definitely. So definitely. See, see them on all the tour dates as well. I talked with John Merchant at Ghost of Sunset, and I, you, guys, you guys are very good friends, obviously, on the same label called The Robot. So he says that you wake up, wake up in the morning, and you're already flammed out in stage clothes. Is that true? Uh, it depends what I do the night. Um, now I usually uh, it's pretty much the same thing, but um, I, I do um, I do change my clothes, but um, that's that's only because I got to do yoga and, and and run. So, but um, yeah, John's awesome. I love Ghost of Sunset, and uh, and I I did a song with them too, which was really cool. It's called "All I Want to Do Is Rock," and um, it's it was really fun to work on. And um, I think the world of uh, Todd and John, and they keep releasing really great songs, so it's cool. Yeah, their new single, I really it really surprised me like, because I heard their EP, I really liked their EP, and then they bust out with uh, No Saints in the City, and it's like this is like, it's like pop rock with the keys and all that. It's like man, I didn't, I was not expecting it, you know, from those dudes, but they're super talented and again, uh, just super professional as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're they're talented and they're nice and they're awesome. So you know, um, it's it's pretty cool, like like. A lot of the bands on Golden Robot, like, we all kind of communicate and we're kind of all, like, not all the bands, but like, there's like certain bands that you, that you talk to a lot and you're friends with. Like, like, um, they, they say like the Golden Robot family. Well, they also, you know, they signed LA Cobra, who's part of the Wild Street family, and they signed Smash Gladys, who was, um, you know, yeah. one of my favorite bands ever. You know what I mean? So, um, um, you know, it's just really cool. And like, you know, we talk to, I, I, I talk to like King Zebra all the time. I talk, you know, I talk tough on Fridays. I talk to them like almost every day. You know, it's like, it's like Twitter stuff or, or Instagram or Facebook or something. You know, it's just like, it's really cool that what they're doing and, and how, you know, we're all, you know, in a sense, we're at, we're out, we're we're not out for ourselves only. We're we're out for everybody else too. Yeah, d- definitely. And I, I actually want to talk about Golden Robots again. You, you have nice lead-ins for this interview because, like, you mentioned something. It's like, oh wow, that's actually what I wanted to talk about next. So you're good uh, <laughs> with that because, like, I see Golden Robot, and to me, I just get a different kind of like vibe from them like, when I interact with them, either you know personally or like in Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And um, they just, they're super supportive of like all the bands on the roster. 
And the, it's just not like a, a traditional record label, especially like kind of nowadays, where they just sign you and say, hey, you're on a label, and then they don't do anything for you. They promote you guys. They, you know, obviously they, they, um, they do these nice video packages. Like I saw the teaser they made for Mother, and it's like they, they're, again, super professional to work with. I love working with Golden Robot. But uh, what drew you to signing with uh, Golden Robot? What drew Wildshire, I should say, to signing with Golden Robot? Well, okay, so we spent about, we spent, uh, we released Tennessee Cocaine in August of 2019, and we were unsigned, um, through, uh, we, after, well, like, we released Born to Be, and that was the last song that was before we signed with Golden Robot. I was, we were actively looking for the right label. Like, we had, we had plenty of offers, and none of them were very good. And then, Golden Robot, I, you know, I had just done the song with, with Brandon and I was, you know, I was riding around Brooklyn on my bike because I was pandemic crazy. And, um, and I was listening to, you know, Spotify Hard Rock and I saw Shotgun Mistress and I looked them up and I saw Golden Robot. So two things leading to the same place. What I did is I, I went on their website and I emailed Mark, right? Um, and I, I wrote to him and he's, he's like, um, you know, send me, um, cause I, I sent him some Spotify links or I sent him a SoundCloud or something. Um, and, uh, and he's like, you know, he really likes to have like the, the, the wave file or the MP3 to listen to it for real. And so I, I sent him the album in, in, in a, in a sense. And he listened to it for the weekend and he said, um, by set, I think by Saturday, he's like, okay, we're going to, let's set up a meeting for Monday. Um, I'm, I'm interested. And, so we we talked for five minutes and he says exactly what I what I need what I needed to hear at that point because um <clears throat> because yeah like no 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 labels were offering us marketing um and um like I you know uh, I I think that I I don't think that any band can keep can get enough attention just just from you know promoting themselves. They need, they need expert PR people, you know, people who know how to market music. And he has, you know, Golden Robot has a lot of really great um, press people in different parts of the world who are, who are working with bands. And so when he offered, um, uh, you know, he, he didn't want to take our publishing, which was the first thing. You don't think that this happens anymore. Every indie label wants to take your publishing. And he didn't want it. He didn't want to do that. And I was like, between that and the, and the, the budget that we had for marketing, there's other things that, that were also really artist friendly and, and like the contract took like, like two days to negotiate. It was, it was really easy. Um, because they, they, um, um, they're artist friendly. And so, yeah. You know, with, with that said, um, it was kind of a no brainer. Once he made his offer, it was like, yeah, of course. Cause like at that point, the, the other, the other half of the record or the first three songs were released. Uh, like I started a record label, right? And I had, I had some pretty good major distribution, but it, it couldn't, it couldn't compare to, to, you know, having, um, you know, you know, they have a lot of really great things going. So, um, so yeah, it all happened really quickly. And then they also 
got us right out. They're like, yeah, we're going to release. We signed the deal at the end of September. By mid-October, we were ready to put out the Still Love You radio edit. And, um, and so we did, and we released the full single, um, a month later and, and, and the video. And that was, that was a good end to 2020, you know? Yeah, for sure. And definitely, um, Golden Robot, like, I, I really like working with them. They're so just easy to work with. And as you said, the owner, Mark, he has actually his own podcast and he, he talks about like a lot of the music industry and like the, the problems with it and stuff and like what he actively tries to do with Golden Robot. And I really like it. He spits a lot of truth on his podcasts. Yeah. I, I watch all of them too. And I think, I think he does a really good job. Oh yeah, for sure. So definitely, uh, uh if you're not familiar with Bill Rod, check out their whole roster. I know they they recently signed uh, Filter. I think that was a couple months ago. They signed Filter and uh, Riley's LA Guns with Reaper as well. So they're definitely really expanding with some very high caliber talent. Yeah, it's a lot of great bands. Um, um, for sure, a lot of great bands. It's awesome. So awesome. Yeah, and uh, I was talking with you know John of uh, Ghost Sunset, and he kind of said similar stuff. It's like you can get so far with releasing yourself, but you need other people behind you. You need a support team behind you to actually push you know the content and market it correctly. And also, they have so many connections. Like Golden Robot has so many connections with like record label, or sorry, with the radio stations and uh, just publicists everywhere. That, uh, it just, you, you need that extra support, especially with release, like, you know, a Wall Street movie. You need that extra help. Yeah. And the reputation is, is really, it's like, um, that's almost more important than anything. It's like, you know, we, you're, you're part of this, this company with a really good reputation, you, you know, and it makes, it makes you, um, just, as an artist, it makes you look better than, than maybe an artist who's not um, affiliated with that label or maybe has a label that doesn't have such a great reputation. You know what I mean? And, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think, I think the world of them. So. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And definitely, actually, a reputation, like, that's definitely a very, especially in the music industry and kind of any kind of entertainment, you need to have a good reputation. Uh, at least with early people think you have, you know, good reputation and present yourself well and all that. It's really, it really goes far. Yeah. Um, I, uh, okay. I'll talk about this. Like, that's a lesson I, I, I learned. It's not about reputation, but it's about, um, being w- willing to go out of your way, you know, to make your fans feel good. Right. And to, um, it's like, okay, like in the old days, Wild Street, um, I was, I was aloof. I was doing my own thing and, you know, whatever. And, um, it was a very conscious plan of mine to, to connect better with our, with our audience. And so, like, um, that's why I, I you know, I went to, to from zero to 10,000 and on social media and why, I, you know, I've been, um, kind of uh, pushing so hard and, and also trying to connect better with, with, with fans, like at shows, at, in, in every way and willing to, to, to put myself, you know, in, in, um, it's because it's like, I appreciate you, you, you know, you guys listen to Wild Street, you know, it's, and it's a lot, it's, um, it helps me understand what you want from Wild Street and how to, how to make Wild Street shows, our music better. And also, at, 
you know, how to make you feel better coming to the shows, you know, and, and how, how you, you know, like we're, we're all, we all like rock and roll. So like, you know, so anyway, I know that's like kind of, kind of related, kind of not, but I, I feel like it's something that I, that I, that I say. No, for sure. Definitely. Like, um, when we first met, I was, I was, uh, I was just sitting in the crowd of the Irvine Theater. You actually walked up to me and said, thank you for coming out. Like, you definitely, you're definitely very appreciative of, you know, everyone, you know, even if you just come out or if you, you know, like Wallace or you're going you always show, you know, your appreciation. I definitely think that's, that goes, that does go a long way with people. Yeah. I think it's just, I am appreciative. I'm, I'm just being honest. <laughs> it's a lot easier to be honest than dishonest. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and, it, I, and I feel you too, especially if anyone, you know, supports Super Cool Radio. Like, I'm always appreciative too, because, you know, you're, you're, you're supporting me and what I do. And with, like, the same thing with you and Wall Street, you know, anyone supports you, I really show appreciation because you're, you're, you're supporting the music, but you're also supporting the person behind it as well. Yeah, totally. Like, that's why, you know, when a label has a release of, of some artists, I may never have um, heard them yet until, or they have a pre-save for a new artist or, or some, some other band on the label. First thing I do is I, I share it on, on Wall Street fan page. When you, when you come out with, uh, I, I just, you know, release this radio show. The first thing I do is I, I put on, because our fans care. You know what I mean? Our fans want to, want to know these things. So, and I know that, that, um, that, you know, whatever, like, I wouldn't share. I'm not just sharing it just to share it. I think I think our fans want to know about new music and they want to know about new radio shows and they want to hear hear these things and see these things. And and so, um, you know, it's not just like it's called the Wild Street fan page, but there's more to Wild Street <laughs> than just Wild Street. You know what I mean? There's like all the people who are, who, you know, who are exterior but but you know, connected. You know. Oh, yeah, no, everything you, everything that's in the, the Wall Street fan page. I also, if you're not in the Facebook group, definitely check it out. Like that's how I learned of Shotgun Mistress, and they they rock. Like they are awesome, and I learned that through the through the Wall Street fan page. Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> I just started listening to them this week, and it's like, man, I've been missing out. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. I was into it over and over. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious too. Um, but yeah, they're, they're so good. Um, for yeah. sure. But uh, also some, some very cool that actually, uh, it's kind of funny because I got a connection between, uh, you and the artists that you actually did some, uh, lyrics for, actually a song, a song for was, uh, Bliss My Heart out of, uh, France. How did you, uh, how did you guys actually, uh, make, make the connection? How did you guys meet? Well, uh, there is, um, uh, it, it was very long ago and she did an interview. She was working in PR and she, um, and Jenna did an interview of Wild Street, of, of me about Wild Street. And, um, we hadn't talked in a while and she sent me this instrumental and her producers killed it. And, um, she's like, will you sing, um, I'm, I'm hearing like this sort of dark sort of vibe and, and, like, I will, pretty much if somebody asks me to sing on something, as long as, if I'm writing on it, as long as I have time, I, I love doing it. So, um, so it's, it's like, it makes you better and, and, and also it's, it's, it's also my job. So, um, uh, so, I, but <clears throat> anyway, the, it was 
it was well produced and um and she's like, Okay, you can just I mean, she sent me some scratch lyrics on 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 like that she had written in her notepad or on a piece of paper or whatever she had done. And um I use that to, to kinda of come up with like um like um let's face it, I wrote the melody first and then I, I pieced together pieced together the words from from kind of what, what she had sent me. It, it kind of I and I kinda of did my own thing, but she she and her producers liked it and and I think it came out pretty cool. It's so different from Wild Street, and I'm so proud of it for that reason. Um, and so it's going to be coming out July 23rd. Um, and you, um, the pre-save link will be uh, probably available by the end of the weekend. So you can pre-save it on Spotify. And um, the artwork is done by Adam, who does Wild Street's tour posters. And he did the Set It Off and Still Love You cover album covers or single covers um so um so yeah it's it's really cool i I can't wait for everybody to hear it yeah she uh she actually talked to me about it uh i haven't heard it yet uh she said she's finishing it up right now and i heard i i really excited especially i heard like you guys you know i was you and uh bless my heart together i was like man this that's gonna be really cool because i think you guys style really like it would mesh very well but also, she actually she sent me the artwork too. I was like, man, that I was thinking like that kind of looks like Wild Street's artwork. That's why I was thinking it in my head. I was looking at it. She asked me, "Hey, do you know somebody who can do the album cover?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." And because again, like I, I think this song is really good. I think it's I think it's totally unexpected and and um and it you know it, it well it does have a, the producers played a guitar solo at the end. But it's it's a lot of electronic stuff, so it's um, it's just exciting to to do um, something. You know, everybody in Wall Street does their their like side projects, but I you know I hadn't really done except for like collaborations, and it was all within the same genre recently. So uh, I'm really excited. I think everybody's gonna love. It. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, I think just doing stuff that's outside of your comfort zone, I think it just makes you a better musician, a better songwriter. I think it improves you once you like, push the boundaries a little bit for like genres and stuff. Yeah. And like nobody's heard me sing this way. You know what I mean? It's like, um, people think that I, I can't do something because I don't, I, there's no need for me to sing like in Wild Street. Okay. But yeah, so like that's really like, um, I, I love music and I love singing and I love, and so I, it's cool to be a different character, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, she actually contacted me a few months ago, uh, about her last single, Ladder Go Canyon, which that, it, it's, it's very different. It's like, it's like pop, but not at the same time, if that makes any kind of sense, but it's definitely a unique style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's pop in, in a sense of, keyboards but like you know it's, it's kind of punk you know what I mean it's kind of punk rock yeah, it's definitely it, it's nice it's it's a mix of genres I can't really say it's like oh it's like this style it's like she goes like she has many different like influences and stuff and she just kind of makes it a whole just you know pot of something that's actually really cool that's really yeah um so July 23rd you you get it <laughs> exactly. If it links out for this interview, I will definitely put that in the description as well. Awesome, both you know you got you and Bless My Heart, awesome musicians. 
and definitely I, I'm really looking forward to it. Like she's been talking to me about it for a couple months. It's like I as soon as she told me it was you and I was like, Man, that's gonna be so cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So for sure. And uh so we're wrapping up this interview almost at the hour mark right now. I can't believe we talked for this long. A lot, a lot of stuff that I knew, like, I had a full page of notes. I usually don't, but I knew, like, we have so much to discuss with the tour, Wild Street 3, music video, Golden Robots, that's my heart. Like, I knew there was so much stuff to talk about for this episode. So, again, Aaron, thank you so much. So, please, Wild Street, live, I'll put the tour poster after this interview. Definitely check them out on all those tour dates. And if you haven't streamed or bought Wild Street 3, do that. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Hopefully Nike doesn't come after me. <laughs> yeah. So you announced the tour with the rumors. You got Wild Street 3 out. How are you going to close out 2021? Because I think you're doing a badass job of it right now. Oh, yeah. We got, well, okay. So we were supposed to be on the Swiss Rock Cruise right now. But um, it got postponed until October. So... We're going to be doing the, uh, the Swiss Rock Cruise in October, and hopefully, um, because perhaps Europe will be more open then, we'll, we'll be trying to be doing some more tour dates. We had we had only like three other shows, and we'll try to make it into more of a tour. But we also have a um, a tour that's not yet announced for August, and and also regional dates in in September and October. Um, and yeah, and we have a, a two week tour possibly in October into November, late October into November, or maybe it's November, mid November. I don't know, but we're playing, we're, we're, uh, listen, we just released a record, so we're, we're, we're going to be out promoting this record, um, for, for a minute. So, um, for the rest of the year, you probably get to see us live and um, probably not have to deal with me saying, yo, save it on Spotify. You know, you'd probably be like, hey, we're at this, this is such and such venue in this city. Um, but it's all here. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And definitely, uh, if they're in an area near you, definitely see them live. If you're able to see them with the rumors, it's going to be a rocking show of killer rock music. I, can I say rock enough times? I think I did in that sense. Yeah. You can say rock too many times. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, that, that, that's words to live by right there. But definitely check out Stream Sporting of Life to Wild Street. And if you're in my area, they'll be in Indianapolis. That'll be July 14th at the Black State Circle. Awesome venue, as I discussed. And you can, or you can see them in Chicago the following night, July 15th with uh, the rumors at the Live Wire Lounge. Aaron, thank you so much for hanging out with me. And uh, I'm Matthew Thomas, of course, the host of Super Cool Radio. Thank you.